ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with you and for you today. You're all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Australia, Finland, and New Zealand, and in the states of Indiana, Oregon, and South Dakota, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. And In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is attract joy. Do this visualization at least three times. See your reflection as if you're looking into a mirror and you're filled with the colors of the rainbow. See yourself completely happy and full of light, love, joy, beauty, peace, and contentment. Seeing yourself this way will help you become it. With everything that's going on in our world today, it's good to stop and focus on bringing more joy into your being and your life. As you raise the vibration in your body to the higher frequencies of joy, you will automatically attract more joy. The two go hand in hand. If you are an empathetic person, you can find yourself taking in too much pain from other people without intending to. This exercise can help you return your energy to joy. So do it three times, and then whenever you're feeling the heaviness around you, it will lift your energy. Now let's do two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. Do this first one with me. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love around it. Do this at least once a day. It heals the earth and you of fear. Let's do the second one together. Place yourself inside a big, bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. 
placed bright, dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this anytime you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. My past life regression workshop will help you whether you want to learn more about your soul's journey through different lifetimes, want clarity about your purpose in today's world, or want to heal something in your current life like fear or anxiety. As you follow my guided meditations that take you through two past lifetimes, the information you need to know now will emerge with the help of my guides and angels and your guides and angels. It's available to you at your convenience from anywhere in the world for just $25. For more details on this workshop and my Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body Manifesting Your Reality workshop, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on Workshop Rentals. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice. As Dwan Washington told us in our January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel joy, beauty, and love that is in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Cindy Dale, who is here to talk about empathy, the upside and downside. After the episode last week with Maggie Craddock, I received the following email from Barbara. Your interview with Maggie was very validating for me. I left a job after 23 years because the organizational culture had changed to the point where I felt a loss of control and was experiencing physical symptoms because I was so unhappy. The discussion on emotional agility was helpful and interesting. I truly struggled with having emotional agility while working for this company. I had a lot of self-doubt about leaving my job, but thankfully my husband validated my feelings and encouraged me to resign. It was one of the scariest and best decisions I have ever made. About two weeks after I quit, I was blessed to get a new position working for a wonderful company. My entire outlook has improved. I am a firm believer that group energy is the key to job satisfaction. Thank you. 
Barbara, thank you for sharing your experience with us. Congratulations for recognizing what was not good for you and making a choice to leave. Spiritually, when we say no to what we do not want, we make room for what we do want to come into our lives. Your experience proves that truth. For anyone who missed this episode, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the link on this page. For more on finding the strength to do what is best for yourself, please listen to some of my previous shows like March 19, 2020 with Kathleen O'Keefe Canavos, Becoming Stronger and Happier Through Adversity, February 4, 2016 with Nancy Addison, From Abuse to Success, and August 28, 2014, with Charlotte Cassie, Self-Empowerment is the Path to Healing. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled Taking Back Your Power, posted in August 2015. It reminds us that feeling empowered can renew your self-respect. Here's an excerpt. I have healed enough and become strong enough that I could hear the words that I had all too often told myself that kept others in a position of power over me. All those years, I had chosen to listen to the programming by society and my family that tells women and all abused people that others are more important than they are. We are supposed to overlook problems, don't make waves, keep the peace, do what's expected, which in this case meant be quiet and overlook the poor business practices. Well, that just doesn't work for me anymore. To read the rest of this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. In addition to my blogs, please check out my YouTube channel with more than 40 videos, including my series entitled, Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth. My spirit guides gave me a simple technique for you to use when you want to clear negative energy from inside your body or around it. Heal yourself and or receive divine protection from fear and other negative energies surrounding us. It comes directly from the divine source of love and is very powerful. You can do it with me now. Begin by asking Prophet Shia Kanare to surround you and fill you with the white flame of truth and healing. Then imagine the white flame burning away all negativity, fears, pain, dysfunction, disease, everything that is not of divine love. End by feeling the divine protection being given to you by the white flame of truth and healing. Now it's time for my silver lining story. A lot of People have been confused and upset by how close the election is. Tuesday night, as we were all watching votes being reported, I started receiving texts and calls from friends and clients who were shocked by how many people were voting for Trump. They didn't understand how this could happen in America when we have documented proof of Trump's bullying, 
sexual abuse of women, lying over and over again, contributing to the spread of the coronavirus, encouraging violence and racism, separating children from their mothers, and literally putting people in cages like animals, denying global warming, repealing environmental protections, and threatening to ignore our democracy and not leave office if he is not reelected. I reminded them of the things about the United States of America that none of us like to think about. In the beginning, we stole this land from the Native Americans and forced them to live on small pieces of their own land after killing as many as we could by intentionally giving them smallpox and forcing them on death walks. And then we tried to cut them off from their religion, language, and traditions. We legalized slavery, and after they received their freedom, we still allowed the KKK to hang black boys and men for sport. We burned women and girls at the stake for supposedly being witches, denied women the right to vote, to have an abortion, to own property, or have credit cards. And women still don't have equal pay or an equal rights amendment. During World War II, we put American citizens whose ancestors were from Japan in concentration camps, sent Jews back to Germany to die, and later made it so difficult for Jewish citizens to get jobs that they had to change their names to get hired. We don't have legalized same-sex marriages everywhere yet, and people are still being killed because of their race, religion, or sexual or gender preferences, and sometimes by the police who are supposed to protect them. This is who we are, and we must acknowledge it and accept it if we want to be the America that we like to think we are. Once we admit the truth to ourselves, we can make the necessary changes to become a nation that respects and values all people. This election is forcing us to see who we truly are. Now we can choose to do something about it and become the nation we want to be. My friends and clients are also struggling with trying to understand how siblings, parents, children, and friends who they consider to be good people could vote for Trump and not see the kind of person he really is. In fact, some even argue that he's a good person. I believe that we as a nation are responding to Trump in the same way that children respond to an abusive parent. As the head of our nation, he is like the head of the family of Americans. What, we, what he says and does impacts every one of us. When children have an abusive parent, they need to find a way to love that parent because they need the parent's approval and support. To do so, they make excuses for or just overlook the behaviors they don't like. They look for whatever good they can find and emphasize that. An abuser's behavior is confusing and erratic, keeping everyone off balance. For their own sanity, some people choose to ignore the negative and only focus on the positive behaviors. It takes a high level of emotional maturity to be able to discern the truth about a person, and in this case, Donald Trump. 
and his supporters. It's even harder if someone grew up with an abusive parent and was not fully healed from that relationship. In that case, they may still be trying to do what the parent wants in order to receive their love or at least avoid their anger. People who are empathetic spend a lot of time trying to figure out why people act in cruel ways. It upsets them to see people creating harm and they want to fix it. This takes up a lot of their time and energy that they could be using to make their own lives better. This has been happening across the nation and the world as people struggle to make sense of Donald Trump and his supporters. Looking at, through the, at, looking at it through the lens of abuse allows us to understand it, accept it for what it is, and stop judging others or trying to change them. Countless hours have already been wasted on this endeavor. The result is that rather than changing people, they are even more convinced that they are right. I encourage you to take back your power, your energy, and your time and use it to create joy in your own life. The other people are on their spiritual path and they will learn their lessons from this experience without our needing to be their teachers. Our guest today, Cindy Dale, is an internationally renowned author, speaker, healer, and business consultant. She is president of Life System Services, through which she has conducted over 70,000 client sessions and presented training classes throughout Europe, Asia, and the Americas. Cindy is the author of 27 books, including Llewellyn's Little Book of Chakras, The Spiritual Power of Empathy, Awaken Clairvoyant Energy, and Llewellyn's Little Book of Empathy. Cindy teaches energy medicine at Normandale College and has a year-long apprenticeship program through her own company, Essential Energy, helping people develop their natural, intuitive, and healing gifts. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, as Dr. Martin Luther King King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people people who add positivity to the world. And you can also rent my past life regression workshop video and my awakening your inner angelic light body video. You can also contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, do you ever experience a downside to empathy? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Cindy Dale, who's here to talk about empathy the upside and downside. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email Dr. Paul at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down if you have ever experienced a downside to empathy. I'm so pleased to welcome Cindy Dale, who's here to talk about empathy, the upside and the downside. Um, Cindy, welcome. I'm really excited to have you on the show because you have a perspective that broadens the understanding of empathy um, in ways that I have never heard anyone else talk about. And I think it's profound and um, essential, truly essential information for people's well-being. Um, so would you begin by telling us what energetic empathy is um, and why that's important? Thank you for pointing out the vitality of this information. I have found it that way personally and professionally. Most of us think of empathy as just sensing in yourself what is happening outside of you, other people. uh, But you know what? That is a very neurological perspective. That only allows us to explain, I would suggest, maybe 5 to 10% of what we're picking up or sensing or feeling or being made aware of of what's occurring with those outside of ourselves because there's two types of energy. There's not just the neurological or physical 
variety. They're subtle energy, which we could use words like quantum or psychic or spiritual. And 99.99% of all of reality is actually subtle. It's the stuff of what we can't hear, but we know to be true, what we feel, but we can't explain, the invisible energies we're picking up from outside of ourselves. So when I'm talking about empathy, I'm broadening to talk about what are you picking up outside of yourself that's coming in psychically that's very hard to interpret, to categorize, and equally challenging uh, in terms of defining what you're sending to people, your feelings, your physical awarenesses, uh, your spiritual aptitudes, etc. I, I think this is so important. And I, just as you were talking, it occurred to me that an analogy is that um, when we talk, we think that the words are the message. But yes, the words are important. But in fact, only 7% of what we say gets processed because of the words. It's our body language, it's our tone of voice, it's the energy that we put out that really uh, sends the message. And so we, um, when we think about energetic empathy, we have data in, that also supports what you're saying that is quote-unquote scientific. Um, so would you define, I know you talk about four types of energy. Would you talk, uh, uh, empathetic energy, would you talk about those, please? Yes, absolutely. So the first is physical energetic empathy. And that occurs when you're picking up or absorbing physical data about people or beings, you know, or even objects outside of yourself. Uh, you know, lots of us have experienced this. Maybe you pick up an object and you just get a sense that the person who last held it is in physical pain. Or you go out to a cafe, if you can do that these days, I mean, you go sit on a park <laughs> bench across from another person, they have a knee pain when you first start talking, all of a sudden you have a knee pain, they get up and leave, maybe they don't have a knee pain anymore, and you're the one stuck with the knee pain. So when we're physically empathic, we're feeling and measuring in our body what's happening with others, even illnesses. I think you can energetically catch an illness from somebody through the subtle energies. The second type is emotional. We're much more aware of this, but maybe not to the nth degree that it occurs. When you're being emotionally empathic through, especially with subtle energy, you're feeling other people's feelings in your body. Now, that can be a person. That can be a whole uh, group of people. If you're, say, watching the, the news, it can even be an animal. I mean, I can always tell when one of my dogs, Honey or Lucky, you know, are sad because I feel sad. I pick up on my 21-year-old son's feelings and we're miles and miles away from each other when he's scared. He's a baseball pitcher. He gets nervous. I know when he's nervous. Mental empathy occurs when we absorb other people's thoughts or perceptions, kind of like what they like or don't like and what motivates them. 
And spiritual empathy, the fourth type, I think is fascinating because through this sort of radar, we're tuning into other worlds. You know, what's happening maybe with a deceased ancestor or another dimension or our guides or the soul of another human being or a plant or an animal. So I think by expanding the definition of empathy to bridge subtle energies and looking at our ability to take on and even send energy, of course, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, we can get more ahas about what's happening. We can ask questions. Is this my illness or not? Is this my feeling or not? Uh, Can I generate a supportive feeling for somebody that can help them rather than make them feel more depressed, et cetera? Um, I, I think this is such an important way to look at um, what's happening to us because it allows us to have power over it and to work with it rather than to be a victim of something that we're doing unconsciously. And I, I just wanted to um, add from my personal experience that I noticed at some point in my life that even if I was talking to someone on the telephone and they had a cold, I would get a cold and their cold (laughs) would get better and I would get sick. Um, And and I didn't understand, I noticed it, but I didn't understand it. And what at that time, until I started understanding about energy and how we can pick up on it, but you're pointing out these different forms of empathy and how we can take on things into our body and into our minds and emotions without realizing it and really become a victim of our own kindness rather than um, rather than being able to express concern for others, empathy for others, without hurting ourselves. Exactly. We want to walk with somebody. We can't walk for them. <laughs> we, we want to be compassionate when they're struggling with challenging feelings. But if we let those feelings into our body, the truth is, we're not going to help them anyway. Because I believe 110% we cannot process subtle energies that are not our own. If we have somebody else's opinion inside of us, uh, for instance, I worked with a client a couple years ago who grew up in a family that was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. They were all KKK. And he escaped the family as soon as he could. He uh, moved up. I'm in Minnesota. He moved up here. And uh, after a while, he found uh, that he was still plagued with the types of thoughts that his family consistently uttered. You know, uh, black people are bad, or you need to murder those unlike you, etc. And he came and saw me, and he said, you know, I, I'm overwhelmed with these thoughts, these opinions, these these belief systems that are they're dreadful. They're not true for me. I can't eradicate them. And I said, well, I think what you've done is because you knew they were wrong when you were growing up, you absorbed your family's negative beliefs, these horrifying beliefs, as if by you holding on to them, you could somehow change their minds. 
well, it didn't work. <laughs> and so once he understood that these weren't even his thoughts, I mean, they weren't even his thoughts, we could cleanse those, and he's been at peace ever since. And this is something really important because a lot of people believe that or don't a lot of people believe that once that thought is in your head that it's always there or once you you know have had um you have pain it's always going to be there whatever and and I agree with you that it is possible to cleanse those thoughts tell us what you suggest to people how do they do that well what i do is i First, want to get a sense of what percent of an issue is actually mind that I need to focus on and process and what percent comes from outside of myself. That can include illnesses, aches and pains, poverty issues, those are all physical, uh, emotions, depression, anxiety, what underlies is different emotional empathic issues, like we talked about thoughts. Uh, perspectives that don't seem or feel right, or even connections to spirits, dark spirits, entities or forces, uh, you know, or, or belief systems that leave you judgmental and not really aligned with what most of us would believe a higher uh, power would have us focus on. So I first start by um, teaching people a very simple exercise. I call it spirit to spirit. It's very simple. Uh, for any time you want, you just affirm your own spirit. That's your own essence, your own spark of divinity. You connect with the higher spirits around you, guides, spirits, those in attendance. And then you just allow yourself to acknowledge the presence of the greater presence by whatever word you use. I just use the word spirit. So it's spirit in, spirits around, even people. It can be people or animals that you're affirming in that second category and connecting with the higher spirit. Then I'm more aligned and I can ask to intuitively have revealed what percentage of this issue is not mine. I use it with my kids. I did it when they were growing up. I would say, well, for instance, a few days ago, my uh, pitching, baseball pitching son called me and goes, you know, mom, my shoulder's not feeling very good, which is a big deal if you pitch. Okay, tune in. What percentage is yours? He goes, only 10%. I said, all right. And then you just ask for healing energies, grace. There's different ways to explain the powers that are available to cleanse you. Return what's not yours to somebody's higher self. It doesn't do any good to just bam them with their own issues uh, and recalibrate yourself. So I start there, percentage and cleansing. Well, and a lot of people need that, especially now, because we there's so much fear uh, and and negativity and anxiety in the world right now, especially with the election, but with everything that's going on, the virus, um, global warming, uh, uncertainty economically, it, it just goes on and on. It seems in every category we have things to worry about, and if you're empathetic, you can also pick up that energy from the world. It doesn't even have to be from someone you know, and I think people are feeling tired and exhausted, um, fearful, 
because they're tuning into the fears that others have rather than something that there's own that is their own. So when when we um, come back from break, I'd like you to talk with us about that and help us understand what people can do in order to um, not harm themselves through picking up the energies and holding on to them, confusing them and thinking that they're their own when it's um, really tuning into the energies of the world right now. Um, I'm your host. Okay, good. Um, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows in the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down, do you need to strengthen your boundaries. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Cindy Dale, who's here to talk about empathy, the upside and downside. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down if you need to strengthen your boundaries. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Andronia can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Cindy Dale to talk about empathy, the upside and downside um, Cindy, I'm so grateful to you for so many important insights. And let's pick up where we left off and it, it, tell us what you suggest for those of us who are empathic and picking up on the fears of others because they're so strong right now. They're incredibly overwhelming. There's fear, there's anger. Uh, It's very easy to fall into what I call herd mentality. Uh, You know, we're looking for herd immunity for the virus, but what we're catching instead, I think, is herd mentality, which is sort of this great big group feel, group think, group, you know, group belief systems. And so we might find ourselves, we just turn on the television, watch a little bit of the news, and we're terrified, or we hear about what this group is doing and we become rageful, and we don't really even have a stake in what we were just thinking about. Or you brought it up beautifully, Dr. Paula, like why are so many people voting for Donald Trump? Because there's like a force field that holds his beliefs, and it's very easy to make them your own when they really don't match up at all with your true value system. So anything in the world right now seems to have no limits. Making it all the more important that we do. Strengthen yourself. Know who you are. Get connected to your own essence, your own spirit. I mean, none of us need to get swayed. We don't need to get prejudiced. We don't need to feel the entire world's fears. Um, Not if we remain connected to the spirit who we really are, our own essence, then stuff can't come in. You know, think of the sun. The sun is beaming, all this bright light, ain't nothing going to get to the sun. It's going to burn out in orbit. So that's the visual I like to use about how you prevent yourself from bringing in what really isn't even accurate in terms of feelings or ideas. That's beautiful. Thank you. And I also was wondering if you would talk with us about the people who are too energetically empathic. You know, I think we have a belief system with all of the conversation over the last several years about how important empathy is. And so I think some people would think, well, how can you be too empathetic? That that doesn't make any sense, but it can harm us. So would you talk with us a little bit about that, please? Absolutely. And I would guess that most of us on this call listening in are probably over-empathic or too empathic sometimes. So uh, usually this happens when we're growing up, all the time from when we're in the womb and even infants, and there's disturbance in our environment. And so in order to survive, we make these subconscious, you know, agreements like, oh, if I take on my mother's pain, maybe physical or emotional, she'll be in a better place and I'll get better taken care of. Or 
We might even take on bad behaviors like, oh my gosh, my dad's drinking. He seems to be happiest when he's drinking. I'm going to bring in that physical pattern and then I don't know it, but when I grow up, that's going to be my pattern for how I'm going to achieve some level of calm or happiness. So when we're over empathic, what's happening is we're bringing in others' issues, other feelings, their illnesses, literally their pains, even their addictions, their allergies, their poverty, their approach to finances, making them our own because we think, A, it's going to help us survive. B, it's going to help us fit in. We can be part of the pack. Both are really survival issues. And because we're often trained in this, I believe in past lives as well. You know, we can come in with some of these tendencies. Maybe we think we're going to heal people by bringing in their physical illnesses. But certainly when we're children and all this tends to start, we unconsciously have the framework that this is necessary to help self and to help family. And and it can, um, I, I know from what you're saying that I pieced together years later that I did that kind of thing. So um, I understand completely what you're talking about. It's totally unintentional. As you say, it can even happen in the womb. Um, my sister was... Um, uh, could have died, um, and she, um, you know, uh, penis. My uncle was able to get penicillin through the black market before it was legalized and readily available. The army had it, and he had those kind of connections. So thank God. But what was going on inside the the womb as as I was inside with my mother, her fears. And I know I took on a lot of that to help her. Um, and so we do it totally unconsciously. And, and how do we then, how does that then affect us physically, mentally, emotionally as um, when we're older, the kinds of diseases that we can develop and the things that um, doctors say, use the term idiopathic, that um, they don't have an understanding of why you have that pain. And there may be several surgeries trying to figure it out um, or, or um, MS uh, or, or various kinds of things. How how does all this work and how do you help people? If you can't get a decent diagnosis, if you can't seem to, no matter how much therapy or medical help you get, be, uh, a, be able to make an inroad with an addiction, an allergy, a chronic pain, a physical pain, an emotional disorder, my belief, and this is not a medical statement, however, I've seen this make a difference for people's life. My belief is that you're holding into yourself energies that don't belong to you. It started with this very unconscious empathic absorption. I worked with a client who had ALS. He had a twin brother. Uh, he, nothing. Well, and ALS is very difficult to treat anyway. You know, it's a, it's an autoimmune, you know, sort of a disorder and there's no treatment and nothing did work, even the typical drugs for him. He sat down with me and figured out that his symptoms started the same month his brother began to get the same symptoms, these different, you know, inability to control certain, uh, you know, nerves and muscles and this and that twitching. And 
his brother's symptoms disappeared and my clients continued to worsen. I said, I think you took on this illness from your brother. We cleansed it. Again, knowledge is helpful. I convinced him that maybe neither of them needed to have this particular disease. And we used that, you know, flushing with the energy of grace or love in motion, uh, you know, to release him from what he took on from his brother. His symptoms, my client's symptoms disappeared and his brother did not get them back again. You can eat, I had an arrhythmia between 10 p.m. and midnight, almost every night for several years. That's an, uh, an uneven heartbeat. I'm allergic to alcohol. The reason that's important is I eventually figured out between 10 p.m. and midnight every night, my sisters and my mother, who was alive at that time, in different parts of the United States were drinking. I was trying to stop them from their alcoholism by bringing the subtle energy of the alcohol into my system. My physical heart was acting as if I was actually drinking, and I wasn't. I had to release those energetic connections, decide I wasn't going to do that, send them blessings, and my arrhythmia disappeared. That's phenomenal and wonderful. And we only have two minutes left, but I was wondering if you could address at least to open an understanding about empathic manipulation. Yes. So many of us who are really good souls, we're very empathic. We care about others. We don't even notice that we're vulnerable to emotional manipulators. Uh, psychopaths? I mean, I could give you a long list, but, <laughs> but I think most of us would really relate to this in terms of narcissists. So, I mean, I just kept dating or marrying narcissists, like we're, who were just repeats of my mother, who was a number one narcissist. Took me forever to figure out. My pattern was narcissists are very manipulative. They can read your energy. They're actually very empathic, but they can sense who you are, what you want, and how to manipulate you. And so they just throw you the words, the energies, the compliments that keep you hooked in. And pretty soon you're taking care of them. And all they have to do is get mad at you when you try to take care of yourself. And it's very difficult to break out of those relationships and patterns because they're emotional and, more than that, empathic manipulators. And they drain our energy and often destroy. Yes, they steal our energy and they um, and steal our self-esteem. They do. And, you know, and sociopaths, in fact, these are people who are challenged. They don't have a lot of regulation over their actions and their moods. They're actually shown to be very mentally empathic. They can convince almost anybody who's vulnerable that their ideas are right. Their ideas are accurate. They sense, you, you know, where you're vulnerable, like where they can make you feel bad or where they can manipulate you, get you to think things that you don't think. Hey, look at the White House right now and how so many people are responding, right? So exactly. we've got to be aware of our own empathic vulnerabilities against manipulators. 
Thank you so much, Cindy. Um, So many important insights. We've only scratched the surface. I'm so grateful to you for being on the show. I encourage everyone to purchase your book, Llewellyn's Little Book of Empathy, and to go to your website, cindydale.com, C-Y-N-D-I-D-A-L-E. Thank you so much, and many blessings to you, Cindy. My joy. Thank you, Dr. Paula. (laughs) You're welcome. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and like us on Facebook, rent my Past Life Regression Workshop, and my new one, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, Manifesting Your Reality. Read my latest blog, learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading the Akashic Records, Um, house and office clearings and dream interpretation. I'm also now uh, able to video conference any of my speeches or workshops, such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, The Am Awakening, or The Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process, or Creating One Specially for You or Your Group. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Andronia, who's the Archangel of Self-Care. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you use your gifts of empathy in a healthy way. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Androni, I give you permission in a positive way. Only tell me use my empathy in positive ways. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Androni, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me have healthy empathy, to strengthen cooperation, passion for life, and a mutual exchange of love. Pay attention to science, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday when Bobby McLean will join us to discuss integrative medicine, return of the soul to health care. November 19, with Terry Ann Russell, will be here to discuss from death to life the incredible true story of Anthony Joseph. And on Thanksgiving, we'll replay my show with Keith Leon S., Walking with Angels, Discovering Your Life Purpose. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you, and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.